Welcome to Crooks Fire, an open discussion podcast where we discuss matters concerning mental health and emotional health. I'm your host, Grady Sams. So today I'd like to talk about mental health myths and facts. The information I'll be discussing today comes from mentalhealth.gov, and it's about some of the myths that are out there. Um, since mental health has come to the forefront recently, and a lot of different incidents have been happening worldwide, but of course, as a society or as a world, we like to label these as different names so we can dismiss the importance of having a mental illness. I mean, I'm sure uh, we've heard plenty of things from, you know, that's the way they always is, or the proverbial Karen, that kind of thing. But, you know, a lot of these actions, behaviors can be a deeper cry for mental illness that goes undiagnosed. Uh, one of the first myths is that mental health problems don't affect me. Um, the fact of the matter is mental health problems are actually very common. In 2020, about one in five American adults experience a mental health issue. One in six young people experience a major depressive episode. And one in 20 Americans live with a serious mental illness such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or major depression. Now, I've worked in, of course, human services field, emphasis on mental health for a while, and I can tell you I've seen all these symptoms and I've seen more. It's a very prevalent illness, especially in today's age, that is often overlooked, um, misdiagnosed, or people just think that, you know, something that can be outgrown or behavior taught, but it's a deeper issue. Mental health has to do with, of course, chemical balances in the brain. A large part of it can be attributed to <clears throat> education or uh, experiences, experience with youth, which cause certain development of chemicals and um, things in your brain. But of course, you have to have the hereditary traits for these illnesses to um, manifest. Um, there's trauma out there that can actually, you know, someone has no history of mental health and experience trauma and all of a sudden they have a mental uh, disability. That's true, it does happen. Um, but again, we need to embrace the seriousness of the matter going forward so we understand what we can do, you know, human race as people to help others that are struggling with these disorders. Uh, second myth is children don't experience mental health problems. That, from personal experience, uh, again, my previous sister, I've worked with children before. <clears throat> mental health is very, very impactful with the youth, with children. Even very young children make sure early warning signs of mental health concerns. These mental health problems are often clinically diagnosed and can be a product of interaction of biological, <clears throat> biological psychological, and social factors. Half of all mental health disorders show first signs before a person turns 14 years old, and three quarters of mental health disorders begin before age 24. Unfortunately, only half of children and adolescents with diagnosed with mental health problems receive the treatment they need. Early mental health support can help a child before problems interfere with other developmental needs. Again, that's, you know, back to when I was younger, they always say, well, that's how so-and-so is. That's how he acts. You know, even had a belief at one time, a mama could whip it out of you or, you know, dad could whip it out of you. 
Um, some of the things I don't know if you are anyone that's up on mental health treatment, but it used to be very barbaric back then in the early days. I mean, from, of course, leeches to um, cranial drills to, I mean, it's just, it was horrendous back then. And people that were beyond help were just left to suffer. We've come a long way since then. And again, it's just us realizing and paying attention to the mental health illnesses that are prevalent so we could go ahead and address those concerns and actually help others. Um, <clears throat> another myth is people with mental health problems are violent and unpredictable. The fact is, a vast majority of people with mental health problems are no more likely to be violent than anyone else. Most people with mental health illness are not violent, and only 3 to 5% of violent acts can be attributed to individuals living with a serious mental illness. Now, this is true. Um, most people with mental illness, they are on some kind of medication, some kind of treatment plan. Um, but that's not to say that that helps them keep from being violent. They just are not the stereotypical running around, slashing, you know, killing everyone, blowing up things, anti-social you know, or borderline personality or, you know, defiant behaviors that a lot of people portray on TV, movies, and shows. Now, a lot of people want to help people. You, I mean, people with mental health illness, you won't even know unless they tell you because they function normally um, with skill sets that are taught to them, the medication. And oftentimes, just by them realizing, being aware of their own triggers, their own symptoms, their own issues that they can actually manage. So, you know, we don't need to run around pointing fingers at everyone saying, oh, this person has this issue or this person has that. Uh, another myth is that people with mental health needs, even those who are managing their mental illness, cannot tolerate the stress of holding down a job. Uh, I kind of chuckle at that because I know a lot of people, not comically, but a lot of people that do work that have mental illness. Um, <clears throat> people with mental health problems are just as productive as other employees. Employers who hire people with mental health problems report good attendance and punctuality as well as motivation, good work, and good tenure par with or greater than other employees. Now, I can say working with people, I have to say, in my experience, people with mental health um, are very attentive to their job. They're very dedicated because, again, it gives them a structure and an outlet to engage in to help manage their mental health symptoms. Um, some people in mental illness like to isolate, but if they're working, they can get out and go and socialize. Maybe coworkers, maybe meet that one guest inspector who comes to the site or the job or the building. Again, it's, it's getting out and experiencing life and interacting with others that is very impactful, very helpful, and very beneficial to people who are struggling with mental illness. <clears throat> All right, so another myth here is that personality weakness or character flaws cause mental health problems. People with mental health problems can snap out of it if they try hard enough. Fact, mental health problems have nothing to do with being lazy or weak, and many people need help to get better. Many factors contribute to mental health problems, including biological factors such as genes, physical illness, injury, or brain chemistry. Life experiences such as trauma or history of abuse family history, or mental health problems. People with mental health problems can get better 
they may recover completely. That's true. But <clears throat> again, understand, um, it's not a weakness. It's, it, it's just, I mean, it's not any more a weakness than people catching COVID. You know, you can't say that a person caught COVID because they were weak. They didn't work out enough. No, it's, it's just something that happens in our life, in our lifestyles, in our daily existing in and out. Um, it's something that can be very serious. Yes. Is it something that can be very impactful? Yes. Um, but again, you want to make sure that we are aware of what constitutes mental illness, um, what factors. Again, like I said, biological factors, genes. Um, it can be caused by trauma. Again, most of these mental illness can be short-lived and they can be lifelong. But we need to educate ourselves to be more helpful and not judgmental or hurting others. Because again, that can lead to stigmas, um, un uneducated actions, things like that. <clears throat> Therapy and self-help are a waste of time. Oh, I'm sorry, this is another myth. Why bother when we can just take a pill? Um, treatment for mental health problems varies depending on the individual and could include medication, therapy, or both. Many individuals work with a support system um, dealing with, I'm sorry, during the healing and recovery process. If this gives me for the, um, cutting off, you hear that rumbling in the background. Uh, the thing with therapy, um, it is a powerful tool to instill skills, <clears throat> coping, understanding, knowledge, practice, all those are necessary to help manage mental illness. Um, as far as taking a pill, pill going to do so much. You know, I mean, if you, for example, let's take a sleeping pill in the middle of downtown, you know, wherever you're, you're located at, it would do little to help you go to sleep because you hear people going by this and that. And if you do doze off, you won't be a fit, fitful sleep. See, so you need a therapy. <clears throat> you need the treatments. You need those skills to help you in tandem with the pills or medication you're taking. Some people don't even want to take medication. They just rely completely on holistic methods, um, other herbs, natural foods, that kind of thing. But what's important is having those skills, that skill set, that knowledge of your illness, your limitations, and also on what works for you. Even two people who have diagnosed with the same mental illness can have completely different ways of coping with that illness. <clears throat> so again, we need to understand mental illness is a very prevalent thing in this day and age and be more aware, sensitive to people that we're trying to help. Um, another myth is prevention doesn't work. It is impossible to, to prevent mental illness. Prevention of mental Mental, emotional, and behavioral disorders focuses on addressing known risk factors such as exposure to trauma that can affect the chances of children, youth, and young adults who develop mental health problems. Promoting the social, emotional well-being of children and youth leads to higher overall productivity, better educational outcomes, lower crime rates, stronger economies, lower health care costs, improved quality of life, increased lifespan. And improve family life. Now, <clears throat> with that being said, prevention does work. Um, if you give a child or someone the skills to deal with, for example, 
a traumatic event. They have the support system around them. They have the, 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 the positive outlet that they could talk to someone, engage in processing the experience they've been through. Then they can help help with stopping uh, crisis becoming more impactful and leading to a you know psychotic break, uh, mental disorder, depression, that kind of thing. Everyone alive has suffered some kind of trauma, some kind of um, emotional roller coaster, some kind of, whether it's from a loved one, friend, feeling unjustifiably prosecuted, anything like that. But the reason why you haven't had a clinical diagnosis for a mental illness could be the fact that you possess the skills, the knowledge to process the trauma or event you went through. Um, that's not saying that everyone else needs to be like you. Again, every person is different. Every human chemistry, biological makeup is different. Um, again, we get in a discussion with versus nature, a nurture, that kind of thing. Uh, but everyone has different skills drawn, different knowledges of different um, support systems. That helps them to be maintain stability, to keep going in life and to be aware of what their limitations are. So I just wanted to discuss briefly some of the myths and some of the misconceptions um, of mental health. Again, information I did go over, you can simply visit mentalhealth.gov and go over some of those facts that are listed there uh, versus myth. Thank you for joining us today. As always, Crixfire's intention is to help our followers develop a decisive mind for a decisive future. Please stay safe, be blessed, and take care of each other.